Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. I hope that you all had a great Christmas. On this week's episode, I sat down with my friends Ed and Leah and we talked about a bunch of different topics really ranging from marriage to we talked a little bit about the three-month rule, we talked about boy-girl friendships, and then we also talked a little bit about studying abroad. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Tuned in. I'm here with my friends Haley and Liat. We are currently discussing the topic of platonic friendship. So Liat, what is your take on a platonic friendship between a male and a female? My take on this topic, I, I love this topic because I have the differing opinion, I think, normally. But I think that girls and guys can 100% be friends. I think it's very much possible, even if they're in a relationship with like a girl and a guy. Like I think... oh. What do you guys say? Okay, what did you guys no, say? No, I want to hear what you say. What did I say yesterday that you can? <laughs> you listen to the podcast. Did I say you can? You guys all switched. You guys uh, all switched. You switched, Adrian. You actually did switch. Say you I think I think you can. I think it's very much possible. Take out a relationship. I think it's very easy for girls and guys to be friends. And the whole thing is like, no, the guy will always get feelings. The girl will always catch feelings. I don't think. I think it's very possible to keep a platonic relationship. I think it is. If you try hard enough and you just we keep a platonic. I mean, like, sexual attraction is still not platonic. So. But I yeah. still think it's possible to over... If it's a longer friendship, I think it's possible to get over that. Get over so that means you have to get over something. Mm, I still think it's possible to be friends. Because I can say I truly have... Friends, I think I could say I truly have guy friends I had never, like, had sexual tension towards. And they never had towards me. But we just always were just super, like, brother-sister, like, platonic relationships. Okay. And then when there's a girlfriend-boyfriend situation involved, I think it does make it harder. And it is it is harder to maintain that friendship. I think it's very, like, less likely. Because the girlfriend will obviously be, like, some type of way about the other friend. But if the friend was there before you guys started dating, there's every right to that for them to still be friends. But what's your opinion on them hanging out one-on-one? With okay, so they're okay. So you're saying the girlfriend. So say your guy best friend gets a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. What if you were in her shoes? What are your opinions on them hanging out one on one without you? Them just together. They go hang out, go get food, go to the mall. I don't know. I think that I would not be. Me, I wouldn't care. But I think in general, there would have to be, like, steps to, like, they, it could not be private. It would have to be, like... Somebody else would have to be there. Like, not, have to be not, like, I have to be, like, aware. Like, I would have to, like, as me being, like, I've been the girl best friend before. Mm-hmm. And you have to make the initiative to be friends with the girlfriend to make them comfortable with you with a friend. Like, you need to be, like, oh, I'll hang out with your girlfriend or be friends with the girlfriend. Like, girls are catty. Girls are, like, bitches. Like, you have to make an effort to be friends with the girlfriend to allow you to still have that relationship. And the boyfriend should also, like... If that boyfriend is obviously still interested in the girlfriend and still wants to keep that friendship with the girl, they need to make like an initiative to make the three of you hang out and make the girlfriend understand that the friend is not a threat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they should not be hanging out every single day, going to lunch, going to dinner. They should not be acting like they're dating. Or but like, like keep it from them. Yeah, like they should never keep it from them. Like it should just be like a very open thing. But I think it's like if you're like, oh, where are you at? Oh, I'm at the mall with someone who. Like it, it can't be a secret. Because why is it if it's a secret, it's a secret. That means it's us. Means you're something more than just friends. Yeah. Like it should be the same difference as like oh I'm with my boys. Yeah. If it's a genuinely like I think a friendship with a girl should be like that's my boys. Like that's my dog. Like that's how it should be. Yeah, and like setting boundaries. Exactly. Boundaries. Like I think it's definitely possible, but it just takes like a three party thing, the best friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, to make it like a thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if you have a healthy relationship between exactly. uh, a man and a woman, like. As long as the partner knows, like, hey, we're just friends and we're just chilling, what is wrong with that? Yeah. As long as there's nothing secretive about it or if there's anything toxic, like, as long as you're open to the fact that, hey, me and him or me and her, like, have been friends for a minute, that should be a more welcoming thing. I think it's definitely possible. It just takes longer. It's depending on, like, the type of friendship that you have on the person yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Point blank, period. So uh, tell me why you decided to go to college that literally well, is in your hometown, man. So I, I chose UF at first, and they gave me a lot more money than FSU. So, yeah, I got into UF, and I, I thought about going there, uh, but they fucked up my, like, residency forms, and I just was 
too unbothered to fix it. I've always been the same person, like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'll just go do something else. And I was like, FSU gave me a shit ton of money, full ride, I'll go there, fuck it, it's in town. But you still got the college experience, I would say, because you did move into a dorm. I did, I did. And tell me why you decided not to live with your parents. Well, because you wanted the college experience. Of course, of course. I wanted wanted to be in college. I didn't want to be at home. Did you feel like you went to college, or do you still feel like you were at home because you were in your hometown? I do do think I went to college, and uh, like the feeling of going to college and the experience... um, but I think being completely out of it, like, I always knew, like, I was like, whatever. Whatever happens, like, I have my hometown friends here. Like, it doesn't matter. That's I have true. my family here. Like, I had no worries. I think being in a different environment would have gave me, would have made me a different person. Uh, I just progressively How got so? worse. How so? I've just progressively got as worse as a person every year. What do you mean by that? Um, worse as a person. And how do you think you would have been better? Like responsibility-wise, like, you would have been more yeah, independent because you had to be forced. I would have been on my shit more. I would have been more productive. It's all about balance. It's really dumbass. hard. I would say being in a party school slash hookup school is so hard to have that balance because like you're either super super social and you're acting like it's your both and oh, like being super social like it takes a toll. Let's talk about that social life. Hookup social life. Okay, let's talk about. Um, just to backtrack a little bit, I think that if you're too focused on your career development and personal growth I'm not personal growth but just like productivity if you're just focused on that (laughs) shit you're missing out on life which is enjoying it especially in our 20s man college is only for four years and I've seen so many people just like or five True. Ah, <laughs> like spend so much time just being focused on like stuff. Like honestly, everyone get get your bag, do what you want to do. Like you got you got it. But like you're gonna miss out on the best parts of your life, and that's what like keeps me thinking. Like just say yes, just go to certain things. Like yeah, you have to be up early, but like fucking YOLO, because like nights like these are gonna be the best nights. Yeah, exactly. The most cliche little things you could ever say are like so true. Yeah. In, no matter what, like in college, it's about the little things. Like. You need to appreciate the fact that you're hanging out with your friends and that you're having a good night more than, like, just being, you know, sociable and popular and getting the best job that you can out of college. It's the little things in life that mean the most because you're away from family, and then you realize, like, holy shit, like, I miss my hometown and these friends that I have for me for maybe life, maybe less death like they're gonna be here for you forever and like you can always count on them to have your back for any situation yeah and i also feel like the people that spend college like only partying and not doing anything else it's like graduation comes and like once graduation comes like i feel like it's those people that usually peak in college like you know you think about the kids who peaked in high school mm-hmm. what you're going it's going to be the same thing you're going to graduate college and then you're going to think about the kids that peaked in college cuz like 10 years from now they're not going to be like doing anything true they're going to be like divorced yes. in debt in debt Wait, can we talk about studying abroad? Even though it wasn't really study abroad. Oh, but like, yo, we need to talk about that ass on the podcast. So, me, Spicy, and Haley. My name is Ed. Or Edward. Or Eddie. Spicy. Spice Girls is a trio. Or Edward. Um, we all went on this MTA. What does it stand for? Uh, Maybe we should not drop the name. We went on a free trip to a country. We went on a free trip to a country. Say where? Yeah, we went to Israel on a free trip. Um, Dude, Israel was so cool. Israel was Israel was such an eye-opening experience for me. I always tell people that it was like a life-changing experience. Everyone's. I feel like that's so cliche, but I mean, it, it was I true. Like, it was a life-changing experience for one, my relationships. And then also, just, like, my character in general, I felt like I saw a lot of things that I wasn't expecting, and from that, I learned to appreciate so much more. I agree. I, I think agree. we, it, the trip itself, it was 10 days, and it took us to so many, if you ever know, if you know what birthright is, it was, like, a birthright, like, on crack. Like, we did so many, <laughs> it was. And a birthright without being Jewish. Oh, no, it was a very diverse group of people, which was, like. Very diverse. It was very good, very, very bad at some times. It was an interesting blend. I mean, it was the diverse, like, the most diverse you can get, and all leaders with, like, big-ass personalities, like, 
Because they took like group. student leaders, like you, me. All loud people. And all people who have opinions who are going to be shared. Everyone that's going to yeah. fucking have a loud ass mouth. Yeah. And I feel like when you travel to like a brand new country, like both of you, like I didn't, I knew both of you, but not that very well. Yeah. And so like sharing that experience with you guys, I feel like we have a sort of friendship that is different than like your other relationships or your other friendships is because it's like we shared this experience and like we experienced these things together that really no i agree because specifically with Haley, we're gonna sean Haley for a little bit right now because (laughs) i like had just grew such an appreciation for you for the way that you like absorbed because you went in this it was a palestine versus israel type of conflict trip type thing and she went in having just no idea and just no bias 100%. Like, no bias I've ever seen in my life. Like, she had just no bias and went into the trip so genuinely and and absorbed almost everything that was taken and just was so appreciative of every single thing she learned and saw every single perspective from every single person on our trip and that we, like, heard from and was able just to, like, have the most genuine... Like, I think Haley is the poster child of, like, what a good person on this trip should have been. And I wish more people appreciated how you took the trip because I feel like you took it the best out of 20, all of us that went because everyone was just fighting. Everyone was this, but I feel like you were like the golden light of like, you were like what the trip was made for. Except I was late for the bus. Except Haley and I did miss fucking (laughs) (laughs) did miss the the Western Wall. Western Wall. That was so good. Honestly, I wouldn't trade that for the world though because Haley was wearing a slutty ass outfit on Shabbat. I don't even know what you were. What were you wearing? I don't even know what you were wearing. I don't know. We didn't. Me and Haley. I gave to both of us. We did not know the entire. Why did change? Like what? What were we wearing? I don't know. I don't remember what we were wearing. No, y'all were just late to the bus. No, we were. I was wearing like I was not bus as fancy. Left without us. That the was fucked. That, that was fucked. That, that was so was fucked. Really fucked up. So basically, it's so bad. I wanted. I did not care. I and on Shabbat, no. On Shabbat, my holy day. Leah, I'm so sorry. And then everyone just hated well, me. We'll clarify. Aiden has no idea what's happening. So basically, it was Shabbat. So we were gonna go to like the Western Wall, do the whole shebang, you know, Shabbat shebang, whole shebang. Thing at the wall, and you're supposed to dress up conservative. And I think I went down. Like my, my, I was not like provocative. I think I was wearing like pants and a shirt. And all the other girls were wearing like pretty ass dresses. So I went down. I was like, oh shit. So I went back up to change. And on the way down, Haley was in the elevator with the rest of the girls. And I think you were wearing like something long pants and like a shirt or something or like. You weren't wearing like a dress either, yeah. and we were like, "Oh my god!" Like you, we we would have been fine, but everyone was wearing dresses. So I was like, "I'll go up with you to change." So me and Haley went back up in the elevator. We changed her into a dress so quick, barefoot in the elevator, <laughs> running down. Throw. I think we gave her like shoot your Air Forces. And we were like, <laughs> in the biggest rush. All of a sudden, the group just blowed up. <laughs> Guys, the bus left. The bus left. And we were like, "We're outside. We're outside." And we're like, "What the fuck?" On the holy day. On the holy day. On Shabbat. On Shabbat. <laughs> I literally gave the hotel, like, like lobby guy my shoes. I said, can you, can you wash can these you? for me? He's like, these fucking Americans. <laughs> and then we're like, what do we do? And they, they called us a taxi because we didn't know how to get there. We didn't have Uber. Like, can you call us a taxi? And I, I paid for the taxi. I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry. It was so The funny. funniest part was our tour guide was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's forget about them. Let's just go they to the Western Wall. They did point, but we still pulled up to the wall. Like we they did it. pull up to the wall. Yeah, they we pulled did up. Pull. I was like, I'm going. Like I don't, I don't know. Right? Like oh, they were so what are you petty do? for Stay that. In your fucking hotel. The tour guide comes up to me. He's, I'm so glad you could join us. I'm like, fucking. I'm like, if you would have held your breath for five more seconds, you'd have been on that. Bus. Come on, Ronnie. Come on, Ronnie. Yeah. So Ronnie, if you're out there, we love you. You're amazing. But that was fucked. That, that was, was really so fucked up, Ronnie. So fuck. If you were listening. He literally screwed me over. <laughs> that was so petty. I Dude, that was a that. funny memory. I was crying. I called my mom. I was like, Mom. It was so dramatic for no goddamn reason. <laughs> I was like, Mom, they left us in the middle of Israel. No, literally. We're like, we're stranded. <laughs> she sent emails out and stuff. I sent Oh my gosh. No, I forgot email. about that. I forgot. Holy shit. I remember now. I sent out a long ass email. It was so pissed. We, were, oh we took that. It was gosh, not that deep. We made man. it so petty. We were so petty about it for weeks. I was petty about it. As we should be. We were just pissed. Like, it was so I was pissed too if I was left for the fucking Western Wall. But it was a memory. It was a memory we have now. It's a memory that y'all can remember forever, so.
Wait, let's talk about let's talk about the future, guy. Oh, let's talk about we talk about twenty twenty two our past, or should we talk about our futures? My bladder is back. <laughs> talk about his bladder. Um, what was your favorite memory of twenty twenty two? My favorite, well, I mean, going to Israel for sure. Or, like, specifically favorite memory in Israel. Favorite, let's do era, because eras are, like, a trend. So what's your, like, you know, like, the eras on TikTok? Mm-hmm. What's, like, your best era, your most favorite era? You're, like, oh, that was, a, like, an era you did not expect that it was going to happen that you, like, loved. Other than Israel? So Israel counts, yeah. So, like, Israel was definitely my favorite era. If I had to pick, like, a second. Mm-hmm. Um, you look back I now. think, okay, like, my new member era... I remember when I got the bid, I remember accepting it, and then, like, I joined, and then forward, and, like, that era, like, spring semester was a pretty, like, really, like, solid semester. I had a lot of good memories. I mean, obviously, like, I wasn't in the best relationship, yeah. but I had really good memories. That's a lot to say, especially since you were in such, like, a shitty situation with him, mm-hmm. and you still were able to, like, thrive through, like, everything else you were doing. I think... Like, I'm happy he didn't, like, stop you from... Who should not be named? Like, didn't stop you from like doing your own things and like. And honestly, your own I feel like once I joined my sorority, I like I gained like a, a community. Mm-hmm. So then, that definitely took a shift in our relationship because it was like I gained this community, so I didn't have to only rely on him. So then, once I like gained that community, like my perspective on our relationship started to change. Good. And then as I got closer with girls in my sorority and I found my little group and I started hanging out with them more and like hanging out with my friends a lot more and then going to Israel and doing that, I definitely gained your own independence. I gained my own independence. And so it totally changed the relationship because once I gained that independence, I was like, wait, I don't really need to be in this. Yeah. Because you had a community to fall back on. But yeah, you know it would be there for you after the fact. Yeah. So then I feel like once I had that solid, and then Israel definitely changed a lot of things. Like, it changed my whole, like, outlook on everything. Um, I was going to say, with Israel, I remember we had, like, a conversation when, like, our other person we were staying in the room with was in the shower about your ex, and we talked about him because he was being, like, all up on your ass. Wait, I remember like you said in your fucking podcast that um, you talked to someone in Israel. They were talking. Yeah, it was Leah. Was it Leah? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Oh my gosh! Yo, no, she shouted you out. Yeah, I shouted you on the podcast because I remember I was telling the story to Adrian and I said, and I remember I told the story to you, and you were like, yeah. "Oh my god, how do you live with that? Yeah. Like, how do you live with not ever knowing?" And then I remember you asked me, you, I think what you straight up asked me, like, "Do you think you'll marry him?" him? Yeah. And I didn't even hesitate. I was, about, I was about to bring it up right now. Yeah. I remember I asked him, like, well, do you think you'll marry him? He goes, no. I'm like, what the? I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, what the? F- uh, I'm like, I ain't no relationship expert, but I don't think that's the answer yeah. you should be saying. No, I told you said it. it so quick. I was like, oh. I didn't even hesitate. I was like, no, I will not marry and him. And there was like no emotion behind it. I was like, I was like, you want to <laughs> go get breakfast? Like, I'm like, well, you want to go? Like, I was like, what do I? Like they want breakfast. No, it's, it's almost just like a like if you're not gonna marry him, like why are you like you and you even Embry asked you and you're like I know I deserve better. Oh. Like you were so it wasn't even like you were letting yourself be treated like this because you knew you couldn't do better. Like you just knew like, like I could do better. Like I know I should be. Like, I know I want to be treated better than this. Like you just knew it. You're just comfortable even though you were unhappy yeah. in the situation with it. Yeah, then, I actually told him to his face that I wasn't gonna marry him. um, I know that everyone in this room ain't Catholic, but like, (laughs) I'm like everyone in the three person room right now. (laughs) I know that everyone listening to this ain't Catholic. St. John Paul II said, dating should not be a test drive for, for marriage. It should be a goal to marry that person that you're dating because why the hell? Would you waste your time on someone that you don't plan on marrying and focus on the time that you have with your future spouse? So that's my take on this. I think it's definitely a defining thing. I mean, like when I, as soon as I asked you, like, does it mean it's like, obviously, if you weren't going to marry him, you should be like, yeah, maybe. But like, when you said no, I was like, God damn. I know, I didn't even hesitate because it was like, it was the quickest answer I've ever heard in my life. I always knew it in the back of my head. Hmm? Oh, I told him straight to his face. We were in we were in Ken's and I remember Ken's. <laughs> there was Not like Ken's. there was like a song, there was like a song that came on or something, or I don't know, like they I Is somehow. Huh? 
I don't know. There was something that came up and like marriage came up and I was like, we're not going to get married. And he was like, what? And I was like, we're not going to get married. And he was like, then what the fuck are we doing? And I was like, I don't know. That's embarrassing for him to even think that that relationship that you guys had was marriage worthy. Yeah. He fully, he thought that he was, we were going to, he thought that I was going to move down to South Florida with him and that we were going to live together and And live a a depressing, like, 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 no, because it's like, because it's like the way you're treated now in a relationship is they're not going to change. Like if, if you are in a relationship right now and you're not happy with the way that you're getting treated, it's not going to get any better. It's just going to stay the exact same. So it's like, or get worse, honestly, or get worse. If it's going to change, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. For real. So, I mean, like, Okay, I always say that girls know within the first three months of dating somebody. The three-month rule. The three-month rule. Three-month rule. Girls know within the first three months of dating somebody whether or not they're going to marry them. Like, whether or not they would marry them. Do you think that when you were with him for your first three months, do you think you thought you were going to marry him? Mm Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, oh, because sad. because he well, first of all, he cheated a month into the relationship, so that also didn't really help his case. Did you know in that month though, or did you find out after the fact? No, I no, I found out, yeah, a month after a month after we started dating, I mean I found out that night that he first cheated on me. Well, I I don't even know if it was the first time. I think no, there was other times. Hmm? It's called the three month rule because like that's the time period where honeymoon phase starts of phasing yeah and like you decide like hey is this person right for me or not like is my partner fit for marriage with me in the future and that's why they call it the three-month rule because that's when you realize like hey am i really in love with this person or do i need to move the fuck on isn't it like three months is the longest you can fake something that's what I heard it was. It's like really? three months. Is I the heard long- it's just the honeymoon. Same period. thing. I think yeah. it's like three months. Of like the her honeymoon phase is like the long. Three months is the longest you can fake something because at that point you're done faking you're it. Done like the honeymoon's shit. over. Yeah. Like you four months. Like, four months. That's it. No more yeah. facade. It's no more the facade. The real self exposes. Which in high school I used to always think like three months. Everyone used to only last three months, and then three months old became a thing. It's, I was like, Why do you right? think that high school relationships only, only lasted three for months. three months or lower? And I was like, that's so funny. Like that's three months, three months, three months. Yeah. Or I talked to people in high school for three months, and that'd be but over. People I'm like, that lasted for like years and years. Like, <coughs> there's potential, but do you really find yourself fucking happy with that person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, like girls especially know within the first three months. I don't know about guys though. Guys do. Like, it's a universal... I I don't know. I feel like guys... This might be controversial, but I feel like guys will lose the girl that is, like, the love of their life, and then when they're ready to, like, settle down, they'll just, like, settle down with anybody at that time. The thing is, like, Hmm. the human brain doesn't mature until, like, age 25 for males and females, Therefore, like, oh, shit. You I feel like females be. mature quicker. I think it's like females are 18. Oh, no, 23. Obli. Obviously, the female brain matures quicker because they went through like puberty earlier. Hell yeah. Therefore, like, superior. Women's <laughs> brains should usually mature more like at 22, 23, and male brains should mature more like 25, 26. That, why do you think that us males are a lot more immature than y'all ladies? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have an opinion on that, on the thing you said. I feel like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like when a guy is like, okay, I'm ready to settle down, like, whatever girl he's, he's with. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. Well, no, well, no, because I feel like, like, once they're ready, they're like, okay, I'm ready to settle down. They just, like, whoever, they'll just take whoever at that point. Like, whoever they're comfortable yeah. with, they'll just take it. Yeah, Versus, like, the girl who got away. The one yeah, that got away. Yeah. I think a lot of guys have the one that got away. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm so concerned. And they're like, already knowing gone. a lot of folks that are in, like, Christian, Catholic universities or, like, in the military, they get into relationships super quickly because, like, obviously, I mean, obviously, in the Catholic mm-hmm. religion or Christian religion, you can't have sex outside of marriage. So you're trying to get into this relationship and try to get hitched as quickly as possible for military bros and gals. 
y'all are trying to get into a relationship so that you can get extra benefits and obli, obviously, that's dope. Like, who wouldn't want more money because of their newlyweds? So, people that are looking and are quick to marry should be a red flag for anybody. And relationships take time. So, I don't think that rushing into marriage is a very good idea. But y'all do you. Yeah, rushing into it, like, it's higher risk of divorce. I don't know. I feel like this also might be a little bit controversial, but unless your spouse, like, cheats on you, if you're married, I feel like, and I don't endorse staying in unhealthy relationships (laughs) at all, and I don't endorse that, like, if it's a really unhealthy relationship, but... I feel like if two people really love each other, any issues that they have, they can work out. I think, yeah. Obviously, to an extent. Yeah. Obviously. See, to, to an, an extent. extent. As long I, as there's no cheating or, like, fidelity involved. Like, as long as y'all have, like, hey, I don't think that you're you going out as, like, why as you do is mm-hmm. a good idea. Like, maybe not focusing on your alcohol anymore. I don't know, maybe because I'm just, like, a, such a family person where it's, like, if I have kids with somebody, like, I want to be there for the kids and I want to have, like, what a solid... you are a family-oriented, like, type of person that, like, comes out of? Well, my parents are not divorced. They're still together, but my parents are also not the, like, super loving type to each other. Like, they don't go out on dates or anything like that. They just kind of, like... Sounds so bad. Not that they don't care about each other, but they just kind of like coexist. Like, I didn't have parents that were like, oh my God, I love you. Love you too. Like, I never really had that. So it was just kind of like a coexist. All right, let's raise the kids. It wasn't, they didn't like cheat. It was, that sounds so bad. They they never like, they never cheated on each other, but maybe it was just because like they're just not that type of couple. Like, they're just like not very. Do you think your parents were in love at all? Oh, good question. Do I think my parents are in love? Do you think they fell out of love at this point? Because of like marriage and children. That can really test couples. Like having marriage and children can really test couples because like this is their first challenge as a couple together. And a lot of pressure. Normally when I see like couples like not even like adults, like say our age. Like, when couples come to me for, like, therapy or advice, they say, like, hey, we're having this problem. I'm like, what's the problem? And most of the fucking time, it's the communication between them. And it's sad to see that couples nowadays, our age, Mm -hmm. very young couples, like, six months or less, like, have most of their problems come from not just talking to each other with truth Mm -hmm. and, like... Just lying to each other adds, like, you know, digs a deeper hole mm-hmm. to, to their partnership. And I really believe that if couples were more honest and, like, were able to have this open communication with each other, that less breakups would happen. Possibly, like, they would understand each other more. Because if you can, if you can lie to your partner, who else can you lie to? Exactly. No, for sure. That made any sense. No, that made a lot of sense. (laughs) That made so much sense. I think the family, going back on the family-oriented thing, I think that my dad, no matter what, would always stick by my mom. Like, no matter Mm -hmm. what, like, he would never, like, leave her. Like, he would always stick by because that's just the type of guy he is. Like, he's not going to walk away no matter, like, what she says to him or, like, anything. Just because it's, like, he doesn't want to give up on us. Yeah. Yeah, how is your parents? My parents divorced. Your parents But divorced. it was always, like, a happy... I think it was, like, the best situation of a divorce. What age I were you? I your parents were divorced. Because mm-hmm. um, I forget. Yeah. I was if, four. My oh, brother, my brother was results? six. Okay. But I grew up with them always being friends. So I knew nothing different of, like... Everyone's, like... Oh my god, your parents divorced. That sucks. I'm like, I think it's fine because I go to dinner with both of them. So, yeah. like, it was always like I spend every. Would you have like Christmas together or? Like yeah, like Christmas and like Hanukkah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Hanukkah. It was never yeah. like a split. Like 
obviously at my mom's house, my dad's house, but it was never like a, oh my God, they hate each other. Like my parents made it a very strong point to like be friends and they, we were, they were friends. They're never faking it. Like they always kept it like a hundred with all of us all the time. It was always really normal. So I never was caught in drama. never saw them fight. Never was this, never that. So I got, I was very lucky. And I, I didn't feel like that's very lucky. healthy. I especially didn't realize for the how children. Lucky. Yeah. I did not realize how lucky I had that because people were always like, that sucks to have divorced parents. Like I'm like, I don't understand what the, it sucks to have divorced parents life is like. And I learned, especially coming up here, people talk about like, oh my God, my parents can't sit together at my graduation. I'm like, why? My parents like, it's it's crazy. Cause like my mom, my parents like will do anything. I've come home and like my dad's on the phone with my mom or vice versa. Cause he needs help with something. Like it's like, my parents are genuinely friends and they always promised each other they would be. And cause they didn't have a nasty divorce. So it was like, they always made it an effort to like be friends for us and they always were. So I got really lucky with that. And I met people here who are like, can't even stand like that. I'm like, yeah, no, I got lucky. Do you think that they still like love each other, but just not enough to be together? I don't think so. I've never seen my parents. I was so young. So Mm -hmm. I don't think my parents were, I don't think so. I mean, probably love for each other, probably not in love. I didn't never technically see my parents in love. I was so young. Did your parents like relationship ever affect any of your personal like relationships. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Because like what I see right now is like, oh, y'all, your parents have a healthy relationship. Yeah. Even though they're divorced, like they obviously aren't like together together for a reason. Yeah. However, they're able to maintain a healthy relationship for the sake of themselves and their children. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Like I'm glad that's that so cool. Experience yeah, I, I didn't realize how lucky trauma. I was until yeah. like. Everyone's like, "What's your di- your divorce? It's your trauma." I'm like, "I got none." They're, they're, like, they're like, like, "Do you need therapy?" And you're no, like, like, "No, no, no. Like, you have divorced parents. There gotta be trauma." I go, "I go, I don't know. I did a birthday with. Like, it's just like my oh, even my pictures of me doing like my tenth birthday. We all went out together. And I was like, my mom let my dad pay. It just goes for shit. It's like it's like it's always been really hard. So I got really lucky with this. So I don't. I've never had anything to say on that. Obviously, I don't know what it's like to have married parents. I can't say it's equivalent to seeing two loving parents. Could mm-hmm. never have had it, but I also like rather have what I have than have two parents who are married and like hate each other and fight. Cause I never, luckily, they did it properly. Like I never saw them fight, and my parents always were like, "We're never gonna be together for the kids." So I think in my future, like God forbid, if I need to have a divorce, like I know I'll never stay with my significant other for the kids, because it is possible to have a healthy divorce. I think it's. A healthy divorce is better than a, a disgusting marriage or like a a fighting yeah, argument. Of course, and like a lot of people stay together and they see their parents go. They grow up and they're like they parents get divorced like when they're seventeen. At that point, it's already done. Your kids yeah. already grown up your with kids your, your kids. Fucked. Your kids fucked. <laughs> like you've seen, you know. I think I got very lucky. So if I were to be divorced <laughs> ever, I'm not going what hopefully I'm not, but that I would do it the way my parents did. Did your parents like? Did you ever see them date or like, do they have like, yeah, like my parents dated, um, but it was one of those things like they never brought them around us cause I was so young. So my mom wasn't going to be like a revolving door of men unless it was something relevant. So I think my mom dated someone for like a seven years, like a long, a long period of time. Like they dated for, so if someone was like longer than worthy enough to see us, they would, I'd meet them. But like. They would date, and my mom, I was so young, my mom didn't care. That's so healthy. Like, your mom was like, I'm not going to bring a guy into my life, like, to... Yeah, she never wanted me to see, like, 15 guys when I was, like, 12, and be like, who the fuck is that? Where's my dad? Yeah, because that's then, traumatic. And then when I got kind of into high school, I think she kind of, like, she was still dating, like, she never, like, actively was dating, but then when I came in high school, I think it kind of hit her that, like, in four years, I'm leaving. So she kind of put a stop on the dating. I was like, I'm going to spend these four years with you and my brother and kind of focus on us. And then when you go to college, when you're out of my life, and that, that sounds terrible, but like out of my like direct personal life right now, like when you're in college, then I'll start dating again. So she stopped like dating and didn't see anyone really well. I was in high school and now I'm here and now she like, now that door's kind of open for her now that I'm not there. So she kind of planned it properly because why waste your time dating when I'm still there and then do that. But my mom's also very okay with being alone. Like, not, that sounds depressing, but, like, she's okay being single. She's very, very, very independent, which is, alone, yeah, you know, which is why I think I'm like that, because yeah. I grew up not seek, seeking, like, codependency, and, like, you know, you are what you see, so. It's always good to be an independent bitch. Yeah, here I am. But I think a lot of the yeah. way, my mom will always say that. I'm, like, spitting image of her. Yeah. 
That's that's literally so awesome. Your mom sounds well. I mean, everyone has their issues, but your mom sounds very healthy, like very healthy <laughs> mentally. She, she's a Leo. She knows. She oh, I, I'm a Leo. Yeah, Me and your mom should Leo. be best friends. You guys would be. She's amazing. I love her. She is a lot of who I am. I would never admit it to her face because she takes so much pride in me being spitting image of her, but a lot of the way I am, especially the relationships I would say is from her. So a fun fact about me is that I was actually present at my parents' wedding. Like, hmm. I was actually born out of wedlock, which is, like, taboo, you know, because, like, usually in the Philippines or in the Christian religion, like, having a baby out of wedlock is a total taboo. No good. Yeah. And... When I was there, I was like um, three, four years old at that time, and my parents were getting married in Marco Island, and this is when Hurricane Charlie was hitting uh, West Florida at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was present, and I actually do remember a little bit of it because I, I, I was, like, holding the rings. I was a ring bearer at three oh my years God. old. Oh, and it was super sweet. Baby Just imagine Ed. Baby Ed, like, carrying the rings and shit, and, like, there's a hurricane just crashing on the island. But, you know, my parents still got married, and, like, they've been having a healthy marriage for the past 18, wow. 19 years, and I'm really blessed to have that type of, you know, parenthood growing up. So uh, having that, like, that really, like, helps me realize, hey, I'm looking for, like, something healthy like that, yeah. you know? Like, relationships, like, I can tell by my parents, they're open to communication. They're open to just, like, hearing each other out. And that's what me with, you know, forget about a partner. Like, let's say friendship. Like, that's the foundation of friendship is communication and being able to talk to each other about, like, hey, I don't really like how you act like this. Um, If you don't mind, do you mind, like, changing that a little bit you know it could be helpful for me and other people around us and the foundation of friendship is trust and importantly most importantly communication so like just not about partnership and marriage and shit like that relationships it's also like a foundation for friends like us like hey we can openly communicate like you can talk to me about whatever and I can trust you and you can talk to me about whatever, and I can trust you. Like, just having that trust and open communication really helps build a foundation for not only relationships, partners, marriage, but also friendships as well. Damn, we have like Damn, three. I sound like fucking no, we have, we have like three Holy different shit. versions here. And from a female perspective, how can you tell your um, opposite sex counterparts? Your part, your future partner. Let's say, how can you tell them to like treat you better and perform better as a partner in this relationship? In the past, I used to beg for it. <laughs> oh, oh hell! In the past, like I used to be like, like please, like you why, live and you learn. You live like, and you why learn. don't like why don't like. Well, you just treat me right. Like, why is it so hard that you just, like, can't, like, treat me the right way? So, um, like, in the past, I've definitely begged for it. But going forward, like you said, just communicating, sitting down and saying, hey, I don't like the way that you do this. I don't like the way that you did that. It made me upset when you did this. But, yeah. You know, it's a learning. It's a learning experience. Learning experience. I'm only twenty. I'm only twenty years old. I've got my entire life ahead of me. Twenty-four. I don't. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. That's why I'm trying to learn. Okay, I have a topic, kind of bouncing off this, but kind of like pivoting a little bit. Um, what do you think about like the hookup culture at FSU, and how that relates to like the dating scene around here, compared to also how it would be if we were not a hookup culture school. Because I've recently kind of learned or thought that, like, I didn't realize how much of a impact that has on, like, you dating. I think hookup culture is fucked. I can, I can speak like, on, like, hookup yeah. culture and, like, the pressures of, like, going to a party school. There we go. Okay. Um, so, at times, like, I go out to the club and I, talk, I talked a little bit. I did, like, a solo episode and I talked a little bit about this. 
But, like, I'll go out to the club and, like, being new, newly single, my friends are like, oh, go talk to this guy. Like, oh, like, that guy is, yeah. like, checking you out. Like, go talk to him. And, like, I don't know if it's just the mindset I have right now, but I'm just not interested in, yeah. like, hooking up or, like, hook up culture. Or, like... Or our age, honestly, at this point. Yeah, honestly, like, I, I'm just not. And for the longest time, I... Like, or, like, right after the breakup, I was, like, all right, like, I, I need to, like, get a roster. I need to, like, have, like, get a, a list of guys. Like, I need to be oh, Snapchatting, like, yeah all the hot guys and all the fraternities because it's, like, I need to, like, prove to myself yeah. that I can do that. But then I, like, quickly realized, I was, like, wait, like, that's not me. And I'm not going to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I, like, quickly gave up on that. And, like, I'm not even Snapchatting anybody. Yeah. Like, it's not even. I haven't got kind of, do not sound. This is so specific. I don't even got kind of a boyfriend. <laughs> it's, like, a specific thing from, like, Ellen. So it's, like, I don't got kind of a boyfriend. No, I can't even be my boyfriend, like. Yeah. Not even kind of a boyfriend. There's no one next. That's the thing. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm not Snapchatting anybody because it's like, oh, like, then you're just not up your ex then. If you're just, like, not snapping anybody. It's like, well, no, I'm, like, comfortable with myself. You don't need to sit there and be snapping pictures of, like, who knows what to who knows who. Yeah. (laughs) To, like, feel something. Like, I... I Yeah. And they're probably just, like, sending a selfie and clicking every single 15 recent girls and just sending it all. Like, there's another name on the thing. Like, I'm just, I'm just happy, like, with myself. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. like I don't I don't need to like seek that validation because I find it within myself. Good. Which yeah. I know isn't Hey that's what I'm talking about. Because Why would you wanna put your worth on what someone else thinks about you? Or what someone thinks about it, it's hard to learn that yeah. here because the culture the, the culture here is so dynamic is like yeah. it's a toxic culture. So you don't toxic. realize it until you grow old. like you grow older, we're twenty. Like till you <laughs> till you graduate, maybe you were a couple yeah. years, yeah. Until you look back and you're like, damn, like we really were validating ourselves on like, oh shit, she got a vice like, day function, I didn't. Like stuff like that. Like, you are worth way more than what hookup culture has to offer you. You're worth more than what other guys, what other gals define you as. Because you know what? Preacher over here. Yeah. I am. Oh, am I giving yeah. preacher vibes? Because you are worth more than anyone can ever define you. You define who you are in this lifetime. And it's time for you to stand up for yourself and accept you for who you are. True. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But honestly, like, I have friends who, like, not regularly hook up, like, every weekend, but, like, do hook up, and, like, they're fine. Like, yeah, I mean, like, YOLO, you're also on side note. We're not lame. We're cool, yeah. I swear. Like, you do you. Get Do what you want to do. Like, you're, yeah. you're also as in long, college. It goes back to it. As long as you're doing it for the right reasons. As long as you're not, like, yeah. you're not just, like, okay, like, I just need to feel something. Or I just need to feel, Stop. like, loved. So it's, like, you're going on. Just <laughs> you to feel something. That's the worst reason to do something is to feel something. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a shirt. Or, like, or like that you need to prove something yeah. to somebody. Or, like, that you need to prove. But there is no shame in saying, like, hey, hook of culture ain't for me. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll saying, say it. No, I have no shame. Like, doesn't mean that I haven't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it doesn't mean I'm you're celibate now, but like... It just means that I'm just not seeking that. For validation from it, I think. Yeah. Exactly. You ain't need no validation. You just need validation yeah. for yeah. yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Who got next topic? What, what are we talking about now? We're let's talk switch it up. Let's, let's talk, talk about New Year's resolutions, because that was very cut short in the previous okay, podcast. Okay, New Year's resolutions. So I never normally do New Year's resolutions because I just never did until my roommate actually came into like our like living room one day. I was like, oh my God, like look at my list. Like it wasn't her New Year's resolutions because that sounds so cheesy, but it was like her specific goals she wanted for this year. And it was very specific. It was like, I want to visit three new states, four new countries. Like it was very specific and cute. But it was, no, no, it was specific goals. When you said... But it wasn't like, I want to go to the gym every day and be skinny. Like, it was cute stuff. And I was like, okay, maybe that's something I'll do. Because it's it's almost like a checkout, like a bucket list. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the year, you can be like, okay, I did go to three new states. Like, you don't have to, but it's cute. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, maybe that's kind of something what I want to do. Because, like, I never would have thought I would have gone to Israel again this year. So to be like, go to another country. You know, like, it's never something you would have thought. So... That's what I think. So I guess that's kind of now how I'm going to start, start seeing resolutions instead of being like, go to the gym every day because my ass is not going to the gym every day. Like, we just know it. Oh, shit, sorry. So, New Year's resolutions. Oh, no. Oh, good. New Year's resolutions. Um, I would like to visit 
Well, I'm going abroad, so that's kind of different. Um, I'm going to throw out, like, ten countries. Um, going off to you going abroad. Oh, my like, God. I want you to talk about that. Oh, God. Oh, that's super sad. Like... I'm excited. I'm, uh, let me think on it. I'm going, so I'm basically, long story short, I'm doing a program. It's like an exchange student thing. So I'm basically going to Austria, Salzburg, Austria alone. Like, me, myself, and I, I show up to the airport, hope for the best. I am very excited about that. I'm actually not scared for the alone part of it. Like, as everyone kind of assumes I am. Like, I'm not really scared of that. I'm more just, like, I wasn't excited. To, I planned on going a year ago, like, to be going now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was almost, like, used to the idea of going. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. To where I wasn't really excited about going up until super recently. When all my friends are, like, I think my friends are a huge reason I'm excited because, like, it, like, hurts me to leave everyone. My friends being, like, you're going to have the best time. Like, I'm going to miss you, but you're going to have, like, that's where I know I have the best friends because they're, like, they tell me, like, I'm going to miss you, but, like, it's something you need to do. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that kind of made me really excited to go. And so I think finally now within this month, I am actually excited to go and, like, travel new countries and kind of see, like, the world and do, like, my own things. I don't know what to expect. But it does. It is really sad for me to like leave. Of course, everything I have behind and everyone I'm leaving. You know what we expect? We expect daily FaceTime calls. Hell yeah! The exactly. time zones might be a little off. It but might be a little off. It might I'm, be three I'm, I'm in the no morning. Friends. I'm gonna have no friends over there, so everyone better answer their phones when I'm calling. I better like, see no. some sky views of like. I know. I'm gonna keep Austria. Everyone, I'll keep everyone annoyed and updated. Like I'm, ex- I am excited. You better keep us uploaded. I will. I, I'm excited. It hasn't really hit me. I think it'll hit me when I'm like there, and someone speaks to me in German. I'm gonna be like, "What the heck did you just say to me?" Like I think that's when I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god." Um, I am really excited for it. I think it's gonna be an interesting experience. But I don't know. It's like Israel. Like I loved going to Israel. I think it was just like that same type, like same type of thing. Wait, when you went to Israel with us, was it the first time? No, it was the second time. But I had gone, like, 20, like, 12, 15, like, when I was really yeah. young. So that was the first time I was old enough to... As I told Brian when we first went, I was old enough to actually appreciate going, which I really I really loved going with you guys. Like, it was a great experience. Yeah, that was an awesome experience. This is going to be different, but the same because I'm going alone. So I think it's going to be a... Uh, you ain't going to be alone. You're gonna, of course not. It's going to be so weird. You're going to admit... You're going to, like, grow so much mentally. And, like, you're going to come back a different person, but in a good way. Not in a bad way. And you're going to meet some best fucking friends. That's that's what what everyone says. That's what's awesome is when, like, when you know a chapter is ending in your life, well, not saying that this chapter is ending because obviously you're coming back to FSU, but like, <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like yeah, this it, chapter def- is ending, and then you have a when when you know that you have a good chapter coming up, it's always such a good feeling. Yeah, and I think I've never had that because I was explaining to someone else that like my whole life, like coming to FSU, I knew I had okay, like going from like elementary to middle school, I had friends. Like, mm-hmm. from elementary to middle. Then middle to high, I always had friends. So it's always, like, not a cockaway, but I always kind of had friends. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the first... Like, I was never a transfer student that started from nothing. Like, this is my first experience kind of starting from, like, like scratch, scratch. Like, showing up somewhere and having no one. And I'm so used to being and, like, so reliant on being with my friends a lot that I think it's going to be a different experience of, like, Do you oh not my know God. anyone that's going on a trip with you? No. It's just that's me. Fine. Which, I'm not nervous about it because I'm not... Like scared. Yeah, I ain't nervous them. either. You can make friends easily. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not scared of my inability to make friends, but I think it's gonna be interesting that I don't like. I'm gonna don't, I have to like, you know, f- start from scratch. So it's. I think I'm overall excited, but it's gonna be a different experience. I'm very excited for you. I'm I excited did. to travel. I've never been to Europe before. You've never been in Europe. I've never been to Europe, and I didn't realize that till like I thought about it. I was like, oh my well, god, I've Europe never is a different world. Israel is basically like in the middle of the world. Yeah, I've been to Israel. Israel makes it up. But I've never been to Europe, so I've never been to like, but I've always, like, all my friends always go, and I'm like, oh my god, you're in Italy. I know, so it's gonna be mm-hmm. something. Europe's dope. Everyone, everyone says Europe's that. Europe's so fucking cool. Europe is awesome. And like, it, it hasn't, it hasn't, it genuinely has not hit me, and I think it'll hit me whenever I. The food, the culture, the language, you're gonna love it. And, and I'm excited because I'm not going somewhere like where everyone else goes. Like, you went exactly. you know, Italy. No one She's goes. different. Yeah. I'm different than the rest. What can I say? So, like, everyone wants to go to, like, Italy and Spain and 
you know, France and Germany, but you're going to. It's gonna be. Yeah, that. you're going to check. But it, yeah. it is. It took a. It took me a long time to kind of get over. I don't have FOMO, but to get over the fact that when I come, I'm more nervous than anything in this whole experience coming back to FSU and not having the life I have now. That's kind of like that same closed chapter thing. Is like I am closing the chapter I have now. Like the life I have now. Like I'm not gonna have you guys. I'm not gonna have like all my life is surrounded by seniors and by the life I have now. Like when I come back and fall, it's gonna be a whole different thing mm-hmm. that I have to get adjusted to and that's kind of what scares me more than going to a new country is coming back to what my normal life is with a whole different like group of people mm-hmm. it's like weird so that's what I'm more nervous about but it's like kind of something I had to like get over like I don't know what's to come but that should be like exciting so overall I'm excited change is exciting I think it's it'll scary be but change is exciting I think it'll be beginnings Beginnings are scary and endings are sad, but it's everything in between that makes Aww. life worth living. Amen. That's cute. That was my senior quote. Really? I yep. know senior. That's cute. Oh, I like that. Thanks. Never heard of that. So hopefully I'll come back to this podcast in. I don't even know how much. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. No, twenty twenty three when I'm back. When Haley comes back and visits. It's crazy when you look back on like old stuff. Like I love looking back at old shit. Pictures when it's are like my thing. when it's like it's so like when it's down the line, then you're like, oh shit, I remember that. Right. Or like, have you seen the be real like recap thing? Oh and yeah. The recap. I can pause my be real every time. Be like, I remember that day. Like no matter like it's so easy to remember. Your be real recap. You never missed a be real. I did not miss a be real. Let me tell you, January tenth was my first be real, and I never missed a day. January tenth. January tenth. I had downloaded. You downloaded be real. I had it before. It was cool. Um, Everyone, I put you had, everyone on it. You had be real in January. I don't. I didn't start until like July, I think, I or June it, maybe. I got it to when you, when I would take my bureau. I had to explain to people what bureau was. I'm like, guys, it's this app that takes. Like, I had to explain it. That's how I know I had it like you early. Were, as well. You were just ahead of the times. I was. What can I say? So January 10th, I started it and never missed a beat. Nice. I like to end the episodes with like um, words of advice. It could be something like lighthearted and like. Like, just, like, not stupid. Like, like, it could be cliche, stupid. Cliche, but, like, not cliche. Like, just just oh. some last-minute words. Spicy, start us off. Oh. You start us off. My history teacher this semester always said, um, what'd she say? It was really cute. I think she would say, like, oh, go do, do something good in the world. Aww. At the end of our classes. And it was really, like, genuine. Like, she didn't say it as, like, a... Ending up like oh like just go do something like, oh go do some good because we it was like a really like um hard topic class it was like racial violence mm-hmm. so it was very like dark topics she's like okay guys like go do something good in the world so that's my advice from my semester AMH teacher go do something good in the world and don't end up on the news is what a different teacher always said don't end up on the news <laughs> something like that um, don't end up on the news and go do something good in the world and do what makes you happy because that's a cliche when that's true peace out. Be fucking for real. Be, Be yourself. Be fucking for real. Be FFR. And F-F-R. never be afraid of what people think about you. Oh, that was good. Press on. Tune in. Okay. Press on. Tune in. Boom. There Boom. We go. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, y'all.